Andrew Pitkin here on KNEM KNMO on the City Beat program as I have the pleasure of being joined by the City of Nevada Mayor. That's George Knox. And George, thanks for coming on in again. Well, thank you. I'm surprised you still have me. <laughs> we've we've made it this far. I figure why break the streak exactly. at this point? I so agree. We'll keep it going. But uh, just overall, just your thoughts on, we'll just start off with a pressing issue for the community, the Delta variant. I know it's, it's in the news uh, that I write as well as the national news as well. And so uh, what exactly are your thoughts on it and your thoughts on vaccination related to it? You know, I, I do understand that it's a personal decision for everybody. And, uh, you know, we've never collectively as a, a nation, as a community faced anything like this. And so I, I, I respect everybody's decision. However, I, I am saddened that our community, our county in particular, is, uh, I believe the figure last night was 30%. We only have 30% folks vaccinated. About 25, a little 25. more than 25%. Um, and and I only say that for them. I mean, you know, uh, I was probably, you know, one of the first hundred to get the vaccination. And, and I, I think I really did it for other people. Um, I did have that streak that went through my mind. Well, I don't need it. I'm never going to get it. And, you know, when you watch the numbers in our community, they, you know, they really spiked, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. And now I think we're, we're seeing an even bigger spike than we did before. I would urge everybody that hasn't been vaccinated to strongly consider getting vaccinated because it's obvious when you look at a map i saw in last night's news that missouri is the big red bullseye in the middle of the country so it's the only way we're going to stop it is is by being vaccinated you mentioned as well for yourself that you've been vaccinated and your main reasoning for that was thinking of other people so if i might ask who are some of those people that you were thinking of in making that decision well you know i mean that's good bad or indifferent i'm kind of everywhere in the community and and cross paths with a lot of people and and it's not fair to them uh you know for me to be the person that might expose them to covid uh that's why I made the decision early on. It was I had two pathways to go. I could not get vaccinated and stay in the house for what appears to be like a year and a half now, uh, or get the vaccine and, and have some peace of mind and, and be able to intermingle with folks in our community, which is very important to me. We talked a little bit about it after the council meeting last night, but the NRMC officials came on in, Steve Brandstetter and his team, talking about just the impact of COVID and the Delta variant on their staff and what they're seeing there. So what do you remember about their report? Well, first, let me just say that I think we have an incredible hospital with incredible leadership and uh, really appreciate, appreciated them coming to council last night and sharing the financial status and their concerns. Uh, as you listen to Steve, and I, I think he mentioned that he and Mark and uh, the director of the health department got together last week to talk about it, and uh, we're all very, very frustrated because there's our hands seem to be tied. I mean, uh, there's not a public service announcement that we haven't done that uh, folks have listened to. Or, and, and I'm, please, I am not criticizing anybody, but our hospital is at capacity with COVID beds. Springfield is all but shut down. Uh, Kansas City is is suffering, and Branson is just over the top with cases uh, I, I i think we just got to get it through our head that it's not going away and the only way to lessen the effect of it is to, to be vaccinated so that's the one big takeaway i took away from our our time within our mc but also uh you know looking at their financials and seeing that it, it's no 
no wonder that all during this uh, COVID period that the you know the hospitals' finances have stayed flat, and now they're starting to return. Uh, my concern is what's going to happen now with this reoccurrence of the COVID uh, virus, how financially it hit with him. But Steve did mention last night they're having a very hard time finding uh, you know qualified personnel for the hospital. So that's kind of a double whammy. But we have excellent doctors, and uh, I would put all my faith and trust in our hospital. So. Speaking with the city of Nevada Mayor George Knox, and George, another uh, item that was voted on last night, of course, was the transfer of real estate to the Animal Shelter Corporation. And so what exactly took place when that went through? Um, let's see, a year's worth of, uh, of, of waiting and wondering what was happening. Cramps uh, in your hand, signing it, things. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I signed more papers than a human being should be allowed to sign. <laughs> uh but it, it brings us to the point now where we're uh, almost ready for construction. Um, and I do have to compliment a couple of folks. William McCaffrey was incredible. We had a meeting with USDA about a, a very low interest loan to get our, our feet together and get that thing off the ground. Uh, Mark, as always, uh, an incredible city manager that has just guided us through every possible issue that we could have had. So. Uh, it's a long time coming. Um, it's going to be a wonderful animal shelter. Um, I know that uh, our animal, en- animal enforcement officer has a lot of input into what that building will look like, and thanks to him, he's moved it to where it is. So I, I think we have a, a bright spot on our horizon with having that shelter built. And as many people know, the current animal shelter, like you say, has been in some rough condition for a little bit of time. And so what can people expect with this new animal shelter? What can they expect it to look like? Well, I think they can expect it. It'll it'll be super clean. There will be outside pens for exercise. And and let me clarify, that doesn't mean that the dog will go in an outside pen and stay there all day and night and irritate people. But they will have a run during the day that, uh, or or sometime during the day that they can go out and uh, and, you know, enjoy the outside like most animals do. But I, I think it's uh, it's going to be a state-of-the-art facility, and I think we've done everything we could to be good stewards of our money here in Nevada. Where is that going to be placed as well again? It's uh, up near the uh, the Welding Institute in the Industrial Park. All right. Well, sounds good. And also just want to take a look at, uh, we talked about it last night, but the uh, the motorcycles and the motor vehicles in general, uh, they have been a topic of conversation for the past uh, month or so, I would say, at city council meetings. And it sounds like some ordinances have now been passed in order to take care of uh, some of these maybe small motorcycles and things like that. So what do the Nevada police officers now have the power to do under some new ordinances? Well, first, let me say that uh, this whole issue was spurred on by safety. And uh, it's very difficult at, at dusk uh, when these folks are out riding those, uh, you know, motorized bicycles. Uh, a lot of them, I won't say all of them, but a, a lot of them aren't lit up or, or don't have any anything that would make you see them, uh, you know, in those dusk hours. So what we're trying to do is just make sure f- first for the safety of the person riding uh, that they don't get knocked over by a truck that's, you know, that's passing them. And on the other side, too, it's it's very difficult for, for drivers to notice where they are. And uh, I, I realize that it's a, a great, inexpensive form of transportation. But again, we have to look at safety for both the drivers and the drivers of the, the motorcycles. Another miscellaneous matter that was brought up as well by Kendall Vickers, uh, once again, of course, was the the unlicensed vehicles and some of those vehicles that are considered derelict that are just kind of sitting about the city. And so 
what do you think was his main point in continuing to bring that up and trying to see something done about it? Well, you know, I, you know that I support our, our police department 100%. And I think we started this big sweep almost a year ago, if I'm not mistaken. And I understand Kendall's frustrations. And I understand the police department's frustrations because it takes an awful lot of time to track down the owner of a car that may be parked in a house that's falling down. Uh, you would think it would be so easy just to find a, a ta- car that's tagged. Uh, I think you mentioned last night, 2014 was the last time it had a, a current tag. Uh, you would think it would be easy to just go tow that car and say, okay, took care of that problem. But like anything, it's a whole long legal list of things to do. I agree that we could be more aggressive in doing that and should be. Um, but I think we're staying true to our mission and, and trying to make sure that we you know, take care of those cars and, and we'll continue. All right. Well, sounds good, George. Anything else you'd like to say here as we wrap up? There is. You know, it's been a real pleasure uh, having you as uh, our newscaster. Uh, you know, I think we've developed a great friendship and uh, really, really going to miss you. You're the best I've ever worked with. So thank you so much for all you do. Well, I appreciate that, George. And yes, I haven't announced it on the air yet, but uh, you have now. <laughs> I, I, I have now. You have. So uh, I am. I will be uh, moving on from my role here as news director uh, at KNEM KNMO. It has been one of the most enjoyable jobs that I've ever held. Um, of course, I'm not very old yet. I haven't had a lot of full-time jobs, but um, it's certainly been my favorite place to be, and it's because of people like you, George, and Thank you. and the work that you do and the dedication that you have to this city and and everything that you do. I have so much respect for you, so thanks so much. Well, just know that we'll miss you, and this is always home for you. All right. Well, sounds good. I'll be around. I'll come back a little bit. You promise. So, I, I do promise. So, All right. Well, thanks so much, George. You're welcome. Absolutely. That's the Nevada Mayor, George Knox, right here on your KNEM KNMO City Beat program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.